Hello my friend, I'm Abby Caparast, host of The Decisive Life and founder of Ethics for Work and Life. And I'm honored to be your decision coach today to help you become a better person by making better decisions every day. I believe that we arrive at crossroads, we face dilemmas, we get at decision moments for a reason, and it is up to us to face them with serenity and courage and most of all, gratitude. You always hear this, that you have to work hard, you always have to put passion into your work, you have to always put a lot of energy into your work, but what does that exactly mean? Today we have Dexter Yugalan, an investment banker who has been working in Wall Street for the past seven years. He graduated from the De La Salle University in the Philippines. He was one of the top MBA students to watch for in 2016 from the Kellogg School of Management. Let's hear it from Dexter Yugalan. Dexter, my first question is, if there is one word, or it can be a phrase, that can describe your career path, how you have arrived up to this time in your career, what would that word be? Or what would that phrase be? Yeah, I, I think it's hard to describe in one word, but the way I'd explain it is, um, I think everybody gets opportunities and you get these opportunities in school and work with other programs you can apply for and in travel and things like that. And I feel like I've always had these opportunities, whether it was back in La Salle in Manila, um, when I did my first job when I was in Singapore, I also worked in Manila in corporate for a little bit as well, going to business school. It's just always trying to give things your best shot. You know, you get opportunities to apply for jobs, apply for schools, apply yourself in academics, apply yourself in extracurriculars outside of the workplace as well. And when you give it your best shot, I think it opens a lot of doors and a lot of opportunities, whether it's a career or the chance to work in different cities and different places. What does it mean to give your best shot? Uh, yeah, well, it means just to focus on what your goals are. Try to learn the best you can, do a good job of whatever you have in front of you, and also try to be thoughtful about uh, what are you trying to achieve in the longer term. What's important there, I think, is you want to you know, put your whole mind and heart into things you do. and. You know, on top of that, you know, whether it's studying or doing work, you also want to uh, try to see a bigger meaning in what you're doing. You know, whether it's based on you know, personal achievements you want to attain or it's based on something around faith. I think what's important is you're able to put, uh, try to do your best. And at the end of the day, you can always say that I was trying to do things to the best of my abilities. Did you ever foresee yourself being an investment banker in New York? I would be lying if I said I imagined myself working in New York 10 years ago. So a little bit about my background, you know, when I started out in the Philippines in La Salle for college, I did accounting, just wanting to get as much quantitative and technical business exposure that I could. And I honestly didn't really know what, uh, what kind of work or industries I get into down the road. Uh, I was fortunate enough to land a job in Singapore. So I worked for uh, Procter & Gamble uh, in their brand management division for a couple of years. Um, we learned a lot there, uh, realized it wasn't exactly what I was um, looking for from a long-term career perspective. So I eventually moved back to the Philippines. Uh, in Manila, I worked at Shell for about three years or so. You know, I did a little bit of sales operations and also corporate finance. So I kind of got this uh, broad toolkit across different companies and different industries and different functions. So I use that to 
pivot into uh, you know getting my MBA in the U.S. So I went to Chicago. I uh, went to Kellogg for my MBA. And this is basically where I use the MBA to find different opportunities. And investment banking happened to be one of those opportunities or one of those doors that opened through the MBA program. It was through this that you know, I learned a little bit more about what investment banking was all about. I was able to apply my finance and accounting knowledge and eventually land an internship that turned into a full-time job. You know, like basically seven years later, when I look back at it, the opportunity kind of just fell into my lap. And I uh, obviously doesn't exactly come for free. You have to put in the work. You got to learn. You got to do interviews. You got to network. But it became a pretty enjoyable journey. I've learned a lot, continued to grow my career. And from a personal perspective as well, I feel like I've been able to develop. So tell us a little bit about your daily activity in New York. Um, yeah, I mean, um, it's it's hard to explain a typical week in New York City, much less uh, a specific day. But I think most of my days are obviously focused on work. Monday to Fridays are typically busy and work can entail me being in the office or traveling to meet clients across the U.S. And the weekends are, um, you know, those are usually, I'm able to um, spend time with friends and do various hobbies. Sometimes work kind of creeps into the weekends as well, but and I've been around for a while and I know how to manage that. You know, I spend a lot of time with uh, like different groups of friends here in New York City. I think people have different experiences about New York. Some say it's hard to make friends or it's hard to meet people. But for me, I've been fortunate enough to move into New York with a whole bunch of friends from business school. And we all uh, keep closely in touch. We do different activities. We go um, do various you know, New York things. We go... Uh, out to eat, we go do events, we watch shows, we um, just spend time and um, you know do other social activities as well. Uh, I'm also big into sports, so I, I try my best to um, get my exercise. I, I like playing golf, so I try to get out of the city whenever I can. You know, I, I think the way I'd describe the New York experience is it's, it's fast-paced. There are a lot of things going on. You're always busy, but uh, the important thing is just be on top of your schedule, whether it's a work schedule or a personal social calendar. How would you define work-life balance? Is there such a thing as work-life balance? Yeah, um, something I think about on a daily basis. But uh, you know, I, I try my best to be thoughtful about the activities I do. I personally feel like I put a lot of energy into my work, into my uh, hobbies as well. And you know, when you're able to approach the daily things you do in a passionate manner, uh, it you know, puts a lot of meaning into your day and makes things exciting and worthwhile. For me, the thing that keeps everything together, whether it's work or personal things, would be faith and prayer. You know, if um, the work I do, the social activities I do are aligned to making me a better professional or a better person of character and helps strengthen my faith, then everything I do is worth it. And if they're not aligned to that, then uh, it's important for me to take a pause from the busy schedule, you know, rethink about the, the things I'm doing and uh, try to realign accordingly. Could you mention a sort of event or happening that somehow was not aligned to what you said about faith and church? And how did you go about that misalignment? Yeah, I think uh, maybe a couple of examples, maybe in work. Uh, you know, there are certain situations where you get into very busy stretches of work, whether it's a specific project or transaction you're working on, and you kind of lose track of uh, everything else that's going on in your life. I think it's important that... You're able to you know, focus your energies on your work. And naturally, I think I'm pretty much wired to try to do a good job. And I think a lot of people in my industry are of the same thinking. But you also need to be able to spend time to think about 
you know, spending time with your family, with your friends, also spending time to do activities that help strengthen your faith. I think like when I was busy during that time, it was also a mix of COVID. Um, and then you just kind of caught up in your room working every day. But what I did there was I tried to force myself to go to a uh, retreat, I told my team that I'd be out for a few days, um, use that opportunity to you know, reflect on what's important in life and also refresh. And I came out of that uh, you know, weekend retreat a lot more focused in the things I was doing. And then also just from a personal life perspective, um, you have a lot of control over things you do, you know, whether it's you go out for lunch or dinner, you go travel, you do different things with your friends or uh, people you know in the city. You need to also ask yourself sometimes if you're just making yourself too busy and you don't have enough time to rest or relax a little bit and reflect on things. So it's it's also on me to be proactive in managing that schedule and being able to find opportunities to make sure that I'm not um, just kind of getting lost in um I'd say the whirlwind of different activities I could work, I, I could be doing. It seems to be very challenging. I mean, I can just imagine that um, yes, you're so much into work, and then you are you have you you catch yourself really trying to like working a lot. Do you have a mentor? Like, how how would you how do you manage so many activities and still keep grounded in faith? Yeah, which reminds me, I need to uh, schedule time to catch up with my mentor. <laughs> but uh, the answer is yes. I uh, have uh, you know multiple mentors in different aspects of my life. So from a purely professional perspective, I have mentors in the workplace who help me you know focus on work. But at the same time, they also give me pr uh, guidance on how to manage life outside of work and thinking about uh, work and career in a broader perspective beyond just doing the actual work at hand. I also have some friends or older professionals who've also gone through different phases of life and also have similar careers or are familiar at least with what uh, the corporate New York life is. So they give me different advice on you know, life, family, managing, uh, prayer life, spiritual life, and things like that. And they're extremely helpful because uh, they've had a lot more personal experiences in their life. So they're able to give me some ideas of how I should be thinking about things, how to avoid issues, and how to um, strengthen my faith. And I also have, um, you know, a few mentors who are Catholic priests as well, and uh, they're focused very much more on the spiritual stuff. Uh, you know, I guess their ideas are a little bit less focused on the daily life, given that they know that I have a unique life experience and everybody does, but they help to give me, um, you know, pointers or um, key points of uh, faith that help me to align or think about what I do on a, you know, day-to-day -day basis, week-to-week -week basis, and a year-to-year -year basis. Does this um, disposition to really prioritize uh, spiritual life, does it not, like, run counter against the usual, I mean, what is Wall Street? All work can be good work, and the important thing is that you align yourself to work that is, um, that you believe is able to add value to society as a whole. Uh, I think you know, a lot of the big banks and corporations also try their very best to help um, align the work they do as well to some at least general greater goods. If you think about uh, what we do in terms of uh, helping companies that help the environment, you know, help provide sustainable solutions and our focus on good governance. I think these are some structural things that um, large organizations do. And then from an interpersonal perspective, um, I would say a lot of the coworkers I have and the people I work with on a daily basis are genuinely good people. They're just people trying to, uh, you know, earn a living, 
working in finance and um, you know, they have families. They have normal lives and they're actually nice people. They're collaborative people. And uh, you need to think about your daily interactions at work as opportunities to um, you know, live your faith and apply that, you know, whether it's the way you work with your managers or your junior teams, you know, you want to treat them in a way that you think is appropriately Christian. You want to use this as an opportunity to be a good example and, um, you know, kind of live your daily work in a way that you would like to reflect who you are. And I, I feel like you know, there are certain challenges around, you know, being busy and getting things done. But at the same time, I don't think I've really encountered any significant issues where there's a straight out um, contradiction between faith and the work you do. And if there is a clear contradiction at some point, um, you know, I'm not afraid to walk away from the workplace. And I think that's something that uh, you know, kind of give, gives me comfort that on a daily basis, I'm able to align my work with my faith. And you know, I think you just have to have conscious effort to try to do that on a daily basis. Coming from a privileged position, do you think you really have to work all this hard? I mean, your family can provide for you? That's an interesting question. I mean, the way I think about it is I've been given the opportunities to, you know, get a good education, have a good childhood. You know, I think the important thing there is for me to take these opportunities to be the best version of myself that I can be. I'm sure I have personal skills and talents that I can continue to develop so I can make a bigger impact in society, you know, be a better influence to people I work with, people I spend time with. And I think that's the important thing about trying to continue to work hard and you know, be a better version of yourself in terms of, you know, making a bigger impact in maybe it's in the economy or in society. Hopefully I get to that point. But I think the thing is to continue getting better, you know, being able to mentor people along the way. I think overall, it's just more meaningful and it's an enjoyable way to live life as well. If some young people are going to apply precisely in your department, what would you emphasize in the hiring process? Right, right. I think there are two points to that. Num number one is the more structural aspect of that. Uh, you know, typically we recruit people from certain programs, whether it's you coming from a specific undergraduate program or if you come in through the MBA process, we typically look for MBAs. So I think the first important thing there is being able to understand what is the right platform from an educational perspective and going through that path to find the opportunities into investment banks on the street. And the second part is just having a mind that is focused on working hard and learning. The work isn't extremely complicated. It's not easy, but you learn it on the job. You learn it through different training and educational materials that you can find on the web or through different training programs. We look for people who have the grit and are willing to spend time and just get better at their craft. Typically, the most successful people we recruit are those who are confident in their abilities, but also very humble to continuously learn on a daily basis and try to improve their skill set. Okay, great. Thank you very much, Dexter. Really, you have spoken so much, so many good things. It's my pleasure. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate this opportunity. Okay, my friend, I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Decisive Life. If you liked it, take a screenshot of this podcast, share it, and the link to this episode to three of your friends today. Post it in social media and use the hashtag The Decisive Life. Until the next episode, my friend, be good.